This is Beth and Katrina. We're back and we have more to say. <laughs> You're welcome, world. All right, so today we're going to be talking about commitment. Specifically commitment within relationships because we're in that time of life. We are single, going to BYU, and we see a lot of commitment issues. Yeah, lack thereof. And also I feel like we feel it in a real way. Yep. We're talking about this because it's important to us, so you can just join us for the ride. <laughs> and let's be real, I feel like most people who are in a stage of life where they're making a lot of decisions, whether that's where to live, what job they want, what to study, who to date, when you're in a decision paralysis, it's difficult to want to commit to anything because you're afraid of how that thing is going to turn out long term. And, and depending on how significant you rate that decision in your life, then the more stressed out you're going to be. So someone who really cares about his career is going to be more stressed out about their major. Yeah, that's really the kind of the double-edged sword of commitment is that the more important it is to you, the scarier it is, the harder it is, the harder it can be to commit to something because the risks are greater. Like, if you really don't care who you date, you can go date up a storm. I know tons of people like that. They're like, oh, I just love the chase, but they're not really in it for a relationship. They just date for funsies and then there are people who really really want a relationship and they hardly date at all because it's so scary and see part of it is that we (laughs) we kind of jinx ourselves sometimes because the second that we want it it's like we try for it in all the weird ways yeah the second you have (laughs) something to lose it turns you into an idiot that's why like when i see a cute boy i can't talk i become my iq drops like 40 points yeah, guys, girls do that too. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> secrets out. <laughs> like guys always complain that like, I just can't talk to girls. Like, but sometimes, you know, that's that's universal. It's because as soon as you care about something, you stand to lose something, and then fear enters the equation. And as soon as fear enters the equation, it's kind of hard to be charismatic because you're you're just afraid that something's gonna go wrong. Well, you just can't even say words. All of a sudden, you develop a stutter. And you can't finish your sentences, and then you start bringing up really, really dumb topics of conversation. So it's just a downward spiral. Anyway, have you ever been on a date? And when it's over, you're like, that person would have loved me so much, but I was just acting so weird. Right? You're like, why am I such an idiot? (laughs) But but you're not. The thing is, like, it's it's just there's so much pressure when you're meeting somebody that you feel like it's almost like we've hyped it up so much that when we're trying to meet people and greet people this is the stage of life where we forget that other people are human yeah seriously it's funny because i talk to people i mean we're talking about this right now right because it's Uh important it's relevant to our lives so i talk to tons of different people about this and we're all experiencing the same fears but still we can't make the connection that we're all experiencing the same fears and so we're all in our own little bubbles being scared of being committed while everyone else is in their own little bubble being scared of being committed so it's it really is I mean it's just kind of the phase of life right like you just gotta muddle through you win some you lose some well and the fear is valid because it's not like you don't have anything to lose right because there are people who you just don't click with there are relationships and generally speaking one person cares more than the other and and either way it's painful because you know I know what it's like to go on a date and be like oh I'm so excited I really 
I feel good about this. I really like the idea of this person and then get there and be like, oh, they're not who I thought they were. And it's the worst because I'm like, oh, now I have to go back to the drawing board. It wasn't what I thought. And you wish you could just make yourself feel it, but you don't. Right. And then, and then you get to the point where you know someone you're like, okay, this is good. This is going in a good direction. But then it coming back to the commitment thing, that's when you have to decide, do I stick with this? Or do I look around and see the other options and make a gamble on one of those? See, the hard thing about love and romance is that really everybody who succeeded has succeeded once, right? So it's not like there is some pro out there who has fallen in love with a bunch of other people and made it work because commitment is what makes it work. That's why it's successful is because you had one marriage that lasted forever. And that being said... I think that people who commit to somebody make it great because they committed, right? It's not like the relationship was perfect. They worked on it. But when you haven't gotten to that point of committing yet, you don't know whether that whether the relationship has the potential to become like that and you're just getting antsy and getting cold feet and you should just do it. Or if, it's, if there's something else that's going to be better because you don't know what you're capable of feeling because you haven't felt it yet. Right. And that's, you know, relationships are an interesting example in the commitment area because that requires two people independently to commit to the same thing. Um, but I think what Katrina was saying is true of anything. Like, anything that you commit to is going to become great. If you, if you decide that you want to be great at something and you're really not good at it, if you commit to it and then you work towards that, you can become great. Um, but it's hard being in this stage of life that we're in, or really at the beginning of anything, to be able to see the end goal and see where you want to be and look at the distance between where you are now and that and decide to go forward with it. I think that's the hard part, is that we have, you know, the ideal, which is way 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 up here and then um and maybe years of work away and then you have where you're at now and it's a little distressing and discouraging (laughs) to say I'm gonna go all in on this even though it may or may not be that awesome at the beginning well and we all look at other people to kind of gauge our success especially people we look up to when it comes to relationships you're not going to find a perfect couple. The people that I love the most, you know, they have silly arguments sometimes and not ever insulting arguments, but, you know, they disagree. They don't always see eye to eye. They're, nobody's perfect, right? And we say that. I feel like we're all like, nobody's perfect. And we all think that means, oh, I know I'm going to marry some guy who just works too hard. And, you know, <laughs> and, and he, he's such a cleanaholic and he can't help himself. He just buys me flowers and spends too much money. I don't know. It's going to be like something annoying, you know, like people, people are not perfect in the sense that we annoy ourselves sometimes and we're like, ah, like, but we're so human, you know, we, we, that's, that's just true of life. So if you get married, I mean, I'm speaking because I, I know, because I live in a family and I've seen couples before that have thought the world of each other and they still do when they're married, but in a, in a more realistic way. Because you realize, oh, okay, that person is a lot like me, and they don't know what they're doing yet, and they have a lot of potential, but they haven't arrived yet, but I'm going to bank on it, and I'm going to invest what I have in that person so they can do the same for me, and we can grow together. Yeah, I 
I'm just thinking as Katrina's talking about um, the fact that like neither of us are in a committed relationship <laughs> and it's just it's so interesting it's to true. be on this end of things because you know I also have married siblings and I've seen you commit you make it work right um, but we're on the other end where we haven't even found the person that we're committing to we're not even like on the brink of committing we're literally in the fog before the commitment we're looking around like trying to find the person well a person who we want to spend time with and oh i just hit my elbow ouchie um (laughs) keeping it real over here we're still looking for a person that we want to commit to and so we're not even like in the trenches of i've already committed and and this is hard, but we're going to work through it. We're just, like, Which feeling around. Which is another trench all by itself. Yeah, that really, really is. It's a whole other level of confusion. Because here's the thing. When you don't know who you're committing to yet, you can't... There's so much of life that is dependent on that decision. Like, you can't really plan your life until you know that. Yeah, and it's, it's literally an unknown quantity. Like, you can plan. You can make a goal. You can take all the steps to achieve the goal and maybe life will throw some roadblocks at you. But in the end, if you're committed, you will conquer, right? In a relationship, well, in trying to build a relationship, it really is just like, okay, I'm doing the very best I can. God, send me someone, please. <laughs> well, and, and so the hard thing about that is that sometimes there are people and there could be people that we aren't seeing you know, sometimes the best things in life are right in front of our noses and we're just not. We just don't see it because we either don't recognize it because we don't know what it looks like. You know, sometimes you have the wrong priorities. I mean, I, I imagine that all of us have kind of felt like we, if we've ever met somebody and we're like, man, if they just knew me, yeah, we would be best friends, you know? Yeah. And, and, and you feel like you have so much to offer, but somehow you just can't quite get that, the first part right. And so it never goes into that friendship. And how many of those people could there be around you every day that you just don't know because you you never gave them a chance or but you can't emotionally give everybody a chance you just don't have that kind of capacity but right but then um when you when you do have those people in your life that you've given a chance and you've kind of built that foundation um at what point do you decide at what point do you decide okay this is good like Katrina what for you what would be the point at which you're like okay committed. <laughs> okay, so so here's the thing. I can't really say what it feels like because I haven't felt it, but I but I have these gut instincts. And and it's funny that life works like this that there are things that haven't happened to us yet, but we have expectations for them anyways. Just some kind of a feeling that we expect will be there, will exist. Right. And and we get like little samples of it, you know, along the way we're like, "Oh, that's what I need. That's what I want." And the feeling that I think is the most important is peace. I think that's the one thing that the devil can't imitate is peace. Right. And feeling like, okay, I trust this person. Yeah, this will be fun to listen to in five years when we're married. We'll be like, ha remember that time we made a podcast remember about... Remember when we didn't know? Right, exactly. <laughs> remember when we were saying what we thought would mean we could commit? And we'll probably laugh, but... <laughs> I'm already laughing. It's you've got to, right? <laughs> Humor's the way we deal with all the uncertainty. Um, but yeah, that that is an interesting point. That a lot of this really is you go off of 
gut instinct, and I guess you go off of the examples of people that have gone before you that you admire, and maybe you pick up some things along the way, like some examples of what not to do as well, but eventually you just kind of, you just kind of go, right? Like, you just kind of have to let the seeds of whatever foundation you've laid grow into whatever they're going to be. Well, like, one of my best friends, when they were engaged, I remember looking at um, her fiancé and thinking they were just the most perfect couple to walk the earth. They were so, they were adorable and just just very good to each other. And I was like, man, like, I want to find someone like that. They're so, they just make love look so good. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling like they were so perfect so compatible and then at one point I was talking to her and she was telling me that she was getting cold feet and she was scared and I was like what no like what what are you doing like this guy is perfect but and then she was like yeah but I just don't know and I'm like no yeah you you do know you know just ride it out and things will work out and they did she got married and and then you know we've had talks about it but I I remember feeling in that moment like man like if she doesn't know, <laughs> and she had it so good, then then how many times in our life, or maybe in my life, do I have something where I'm just like, oh, I don't know, because because when it's our life, there's so much more responsibility. It's like it's like buying a car, you know, you drive it off the lot, it's yours, yeah. and it, and that's it's a lot more than a car because it's a life, right? So once you drive that life off the lot, it's yours. It's yours, and that's a scary thing. You can take that thing out on a tre- test drive, and that's great, but like as soon as you buy it and put the money on the counter. That's scary stuff. You know what, though, is so great about that is that when we invest in something, we value it. So, like, a lot of a lot of people, they're like, yeah, I'll try out this relationship for a while. Um, they might live together or whatever. But then if there's no guarantee, like, if there's, if there's no, if you're never backed up against the wall uh-huh. where you have to decide, I am going to do this, then you never learn to value what you have. Like that car that you've driven off the lot, you might drive a rental car like a lunatic because eventually someone is going to take care of that car, right? It's someone else's car. But if it's yours... You care a lot more. You take care of it. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of this weird insurance policy almost where once you commit, you will do whatever it takes to take care of that relationship. And I think that's what makes... The relationship work in the end you know I think there's danger when there's a possibility of leaving a relationship in your mind when people go into marriage thinking ah if it doesn't work I'll just leave mm-hmm. because that commitment kind of loses some of its power because I think that's true I think that if you're committed to something or someone you're not just like oh well that person is you know is going downhill and I'm not going to go with them you're like I'm going to grab that person because they're falling off a cliff and I'm not going with them and that's my life too yeah and and not only that but you're more likely to build them up and to love them and to be there for them and to work and sacrifice because you know that's your life yeah and otherwise if if you felt like you could just leave at any moment then you'd be a lot less inclined to make those sacrifices Right, and is it really commitment if you have that escape plan in the back of your mind? Like, can you really even call it commitment in the first place? Because if you if you build in a plan B, almost inevitably the plan B will come to fruition. That's what I've noticed. Like, if you yeah. have a goal 
Um, but then you kind of hedge your bets by saying, well, if I don't meet that goal, I'll meet this goal instead. If you just work single-mindedly towards the first goal, it will happen, right? right? But if you start investing in the second goal, if you have all these backup plans, then eventually you're going to be living the backup plan. Like if you put more energy into the backup plan, into making sure that you're safe instead of all in, then eventually you might be safe, quote unquote, whatever that means to you, but you're not going to, you're not going to have that relationship. How is this? There's so much to this topic. I feel like I could talk for hours because the thing is, the thing about it that's so intriguing to me is that when you're dating somebody, if you go on a date, and say it's a first date, you don't know the person, right? You could come home and tell your roommates, oh, he's a nice guy, I don't like the way he talks, I don't like the uh, horrible cook, or oh, it was awkward, and mm. you could even be, you, you could say something like, ah, oh, it was kind of nerdy, or oh, he was just, he was out of shape, and I don't like that, whatever, and your friends are going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, you know what, move on, like, he's not your type, that's fine, whatever. But you just imagine you're married to some guy and you come back and told your friends like, oh, you know what? He's kind of dorky and nerdy. And your friends are going to be like, what the heck is your problem? Like, <laughs> you're married, you know? Like, as soon yeah. as you're committed to somebody, it's not okay. You can't be like, oh, you know what? Like, they're just not really my type. Like, well, you married them. So they, yeah, they are, you right? know? But so it's not like, and, and here's the thing. Maybe we should change that about our culture anyways. Maybe we should be a little nicer. But to be fair... When we're not committed, we have, like, this choice where we can say, I am going to sever this, and I can sever that, and it doesn't make me a bad person. You can go on as many dates as you want, and you're great. But if you marry on some, marry somebody, and then you cheat on them, or you leave them, or you stop loving them, that's where the line is. So it's, it's really where the danger is, is after the commitment. And so that's why a lot of people think, oh, well, if I just don't commit, you know, that's what our society thinks now. Like, oh, oh, well, then the wrong thing really is a commitment because that's what's making us feel guilty. And that's what's making it wrong. And that's what that's why so many people are cohabitating and everything else, because they're like, oh, well, that makes you a horrible person. I I would never, you know, propose to that person and then leave. But but you better believe I'd marry, you know, I'd live for them with them for four years and then leave. But I'm fine because I never said I do. But what does that even mean anymore? After a while, it's just like, are we all samples and we're all tasting each other for nothing and nobody buys anything? Like, and the price of people has gone down and relationships are losing their value? It, I mean, I don't know. It's a whole thing. Yeah, well, that goes back to what I was saying about, like, when you invest in something, you value it. Um, as you were talking, I thought of C.S. Lewis, my oh, main man. He's I so love awesome. him. Yeah. Um, and he talks about love in the sense that you do not love someone and then do things for them. It always happens that you do things for the person and then you grow to love them. You act like you love them and the act of loving precedes the love itself. So here's my question and and maybe this is a question that we can't really answer. Maybe this is a loaded question but is love a choice or is it something that draws us in and then we choose it and how much of that is our decision and how much of that is us because there it is true that there are some people that we do not vibe with could not you know we we just know but uh and there are some people where there's the kind of like this moment where you're like should I should I not and then and and how much of that is you jumping in because you choose to or you feeling like oh I couldn't live without that person but is it because you told yourself that I mean where's the line 
You know what? That would be a great thing for us to discuss next week. Next week, we'll tune in with that question, folks. We hope you enjoyed our um, kind of rambly discussion on <laughs> commitment. We had a good time. So, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.